do not let people know that I'm doing my research on Wikipedia. I'm gonna let them know. Hey folks, welcome to This Podcast is Queer. What are we talking about today, Ethan? So today we're talking about what is queer. Like, what's the meaning of queer? The history of the word queer. What is What qualifies as queer? And why we identify with the word queer and why others might not. So, just a whole... Just basically the history of queer. Yeah. Uh, do you want to start with that, Ethan? Because I'm a little bit lost, not going to lie. So what queer means... Um, well, currently, I think... It can be interpreted in different ways. For me, queer means, like, anything that's not straight cishet. So, like, your gender could be queer or your sexuality could be queer. It doesn't have to be one or the other. It can be both. It can, yeah. Yeah, I'd kind of say it's an umbrella term that just kind of covers a lot of different identities because uh, I feel like a lot of people are more likely to identify with queer if they're not binary or, like, their sexuality isn't just, like, straight or gay. Somewhere in between. Yeah. I identify with the word queer personally because my sexuality, fuck knows, in all honesty. <laughs> like, my sexuality is literally, like, I'm straight, but men are kind of attractive, I guess, and if there's no other choice, I'm okay with men, but <laughs> mostly I'm straight. I think some people would, like, say that's... Home of heteroflexible. I've heard that term. Yeah. But whatever word suits you, that's like, I mean, I identify as bi, and like, I would probably date like anybody on whatever gender spectrum. Yeah. Like, I would date anybody regardless of gender if I liked them, if I felt a connection to them. And so some people would say that's pan, but personally, I just like prefer the word bisexual and it fits me more, yeah. I guess. So, as well, I identify with queer because I feel like. Even if I identify as a binary trans guy, I do, like, expression-wise, prefer to be androgynous or, like, how I act, I prefer to be a bit more androgynous, even though I identify as binary, so I feel like that helps with that, like, summarise that up. I like calling myself queer. It makes me... I, I just like calling myself queer. It just seems... It's a word that fits me, not just because... Of Again, like, I, I'm not exactly the most masculine trans guy out there. Um, like I like painting my nails. I like being femme yeah. sometimes. I, I also like queer as well because like it comes from the word weird, which we'll get onto in a bit. And like, originally it was sort of meant to mean weird and that sort of thing. Thinking of more on that, but like my mum when I was growing up, always called me queer, meaning that. And yeah, I identify as fucking weird. I like being weird. <laughs> I think there's something like that feels good when you come to accept your sexuality if you identify as queer is just like you see that a lot of like history behind it you know that the world is the word is quite powerful and to say that you're queer is quite empowering I'd say I think that's why I identify with the word queer as well it is empowering for me and like it just seems to fit my sexuality a lot more than a lot of other words do so self-identifying as queer is just it fits me yeah but um, going back to the history of the meaning of the word queer, what the word queer originally meant was, like said, weird and... Yeah, the word um, queer originally was... Queer is an umbrella term for sexual, gender, blah, blah, blah. We've already covered that. But what did it mean originally before that? It like, originally came 
from uh, the word strange or peculiar. And 16th century queer originally meant strange, odd, peculiar or eccentric. It might refer to something suspicious or not quite right. Or to a person with a mild arrangement who exhibits socially inappropriate behaviour. And obviously because being gay would be socially inappropriate back then. I'm assuming that it's grown well, from that, which Ethan's going to tell you about now. And queer as a slur was first recorded, like seen recorded, being used by... John Douglas the Ninth, Marquis of Queensbury, long name. He was writing about Oscar Wilde, of course, Oscar Wilde. Oh, Oscar Wilde. <laughs> and um, this was in 1894. And basically, Douglas had discovered that his son was in a relationship with Oscar Wilde and was concerned of a potential gay sex scandal. And immediately, um, set out to, pro- uh, to prosecute Wilde in any possible way and basically described him as queer. He also uh, used snob queers as the term. Snob queers? Yeah, snob queers as, dis- um, as a descriptor for gay men, establishing queer's um, reputation as a gay slur, and that was quickly picked up by American news- newspapers using it as a derogative term. And then in back in Britain... In the Oxford Dictionary, they decided to differentiate using the word queer as an adverb, adjective and a verb. Um, for some reason, deciding to highlight, even though it's quite obvious, that saying someone is a queer sounds more offensive than using it as an adjective. Like, we don't identify as a queer, we identify as being queer. So yeah. it's a part of who we are, not the whole of who we are. I mean, if somebody was to personally call me queer... First of all, it would have to be somebody I knew. If it was a stranger, I don't think I'd feel comfortable with somebody going, oh, you're queer. But if somebody was to call me queer as opposed to, oh, you're a queer. Yeah. Something about that you're a queer is, like, very much a... Insult. Yeah, it's an insult. It's, it's like, like... That's a lot of, like, when it comes to reclaiming... We uh, reclaim stuff as um, descriptive words rather than as, like, yeah. actual, like, full-on noun, I guess. Like, it's when people say, oh, someone's a transgender. It's like, no, someone is transgender. Mm. It's a part of them, but it's not the whole of them. It's yeah. also grammatically incorrect, so get your shit together, Karen. Yeah, it's like I was reading um, Unique's bio page of Glee on uh, Glee Wiki, and um, I remember specifically reading the words uh, other transgenders. She said other transgenders did this. No, I've never heard a transgender person call themselves a transgender. Obviously, from it being a slur, it has been reclaimed, and that happened in the last century. uh, It was, like, more in the bits of the AIDS, like, when AIDS was becoming quite prevalent. Um, Obviously, a lot of activism was around then because people watching their friends die, and, you know, the US government was doing nothing about it. Because they were more concerned about drugs. Which led to the rise of queer punks and queer car. Like, you read about the protests when people were, like, in the midst of the reclaiming of the word, and it was, I was reading about protests where a group of queer activists went into a bar, a straight bar, and started playing Spin the Bottle. And just, like, just generally living their lives and doing things that straight people did in their day-to-day lives, and they were just living out loud, and that's quite 
powerful, I think. Also, like, I don't think I've ever been to a Pride or any sort of pro- queer protest where you haven't heard we're here, we're queer, we, um, we will not live in fear, which comes from but in the protests during the AIDS epidemic again. Going back to, like, the origin of the word, like, queer as folk is seen as, like, such a big piece of, like, LGBT media, and it's really integral in a lot of people's lives. I personally have never seen it. Have you seen it? No, but I've watched L Word many times. I've never watched L Word either. <laughs> but I was, like, a popular phrase was, there's no so queer as folk, and it was a proper Yorkshire phrase. Yeah, Yorkshire. Sh- um, also... Because we haven't mentioned this, not everyone identifies with the word queer, not everyone likes it, and that's completely, like, acceptable, there's nothing wrong with that, and you shouldn't impose labels upon other people. And reasons, people have many different reasons for not liking or identifying with that word, sometimes it's because of the history of it used being a, a slur and, like, it personally being used against them, which I don't think it was ever used vindictively against me growing up. I've heard it used vindictively against other people, but not against myself. Um, I think it is becoming less vindictive. I think a lot of our generation and a lot of like LGBT people, some have had queer used as an insult towards them, but I feel like it's more of a older generation's sort of insult, which I think is why some... Uh, a lot of people who are older don't like identifying as the word queer because they've personally had it used as an insult to them, maybe. Yeah. Um, I can't really say for sure because obviously that's not my experience to have, but like when I I had a lot of insults thrown at me, but I'm never queer. Yeah, same. Um, also, I'd like to talk about like pros and cons of the word queer. Yeah. Like, so, for me, reasons why I really like the word queer is because it's very inclusive. It includes, like, when, let's say we're just using it to refer to sexuality, people say, well, gay is inclusive, but it's actually more of a masculine term. Mm. term. And it also includes, like, queer includes non-binary people and, like, no matter how they identify that's not straight, I guess, because it... Encompasses like no one's sexuality is exactly the same, and I like that about queer because it just yeah. As somebody who identifies as bi, I I become less likely to call myself gay now, but I would more likely to call myself queer just because saying I'm gay, I feel like I erase as part of my identity as a bisexual person, and a lot bisexual people are already erased, and you know. This is going to be, like, a shit thing to say, probably, and I, I'm going to apologise. As a straight person, this is probably me just being shit. Um, but I really don't like it when I'm in trans spaces, especially when everyone's referring to everyone as gay, and it's like, well, being trans and being gay are two different things. Like, yeah. I'm okay with being referred to as gay. I am very feminine, but it's also, like, my identity is not that. Other people, if they were to call me queer, I feel... Uh, not queer. If other people were to call me gay, it depends how comfortable I am with them and, like, what context it is. But I I prefer to be called queer over gay. Just, like... It, it is more inclusive. Um, we're going to discuss, like, queer art, queer culture. Um, I think it is important to note before we move on that you should not call another person queer unless you're okay with that you know they're okay with the word oh yeah um just and like maybe don't even some people don't even like hearing the word which is fine like sorry about this podcast to those people oh yeah 
We didn't really think that through, did we? <laughs> Sorry, fuck. I've just got some Googling in front of me um, about queer art. We're so, so well-researched, aren't we? <laughs> oh, yeah. I did a lot of reading before this, but my brain just I not watched a lot of videos on YouTube, and there is a lot about the history of queer dance. And well, well, the first headline that's come up on my phone as I researched queer art is Queer British Art, 1861 to 1967. What I like about queer art, I was, really, really, I was looking at these pictures done by artists and it was just photography and like a lot about like queer bodies and reclaiming, uh, that's the thing, a lot of queer art is about reclaiming aspects of yourself just like the word itself is being reclaimed. It's about reclaiming aspects of yourself and like owning those things and a lot of the photography that I was looking at was just trans bodies and showing that like yeah a lot of there are lots of different types of trans bodies there are a lot of different types of queer people just in general and just owning that and accepting that a bit more it's difficult for people who experience dysphoria who are trans um, but that's why it's so important also I think also like, just representation yeah also I think like as a queer person, you get a very different worldview of, like, everything than a cishet person would. Yeah. And as a queer person, like... So, I'm not going to say it all, because I know there are some shitty queer people in the world, just to establish that. <laughs> um, but, I don't know, there's some sort of empathy that you get with people that I don't think you can get from being cishet. Like, there's this sort of joint pain and at the same time yeah. joint happiness and stuff that yeah relatable and through art like it's comes it, through it shines <laughs> it unites queer people or just lgbt people there's something about we all have some sort of shared experience in a way of the world versus how people don't and i think that's what drives us together as a community um it's like one of the reasons i probably wouldn't choose not to be queer if I had a choice. If I had a choice, I probably would choose to be queer f for certain reasons, but one of them is just because it's brought me so close to people who I would have never met, and it's given me opportunities that I would never have had. And, like, just self-identifying as queer is something that unifies me with a lot of other people. And queer artists and people who make queer art can really show that through their art. Also, like, we've both been very involved in different, like, queer spaces anyway, yeah. and, like... All of my notes are not very descriptive. Thanks, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> By past Adam, he means an Adam about ten minutes before we started to record this. You know, like, you need to write it down, you need to write it down. It's like, no, I'm just gonna, I can wing it, it's fine, don't worry. I know like, what I've I want to talk about. I've got my phone, I can talk it's, about what I want. I did a lot of research, surprisingly. I just, none of it is in my brain right now, because... Also, um, queer art, it helps with visibility within the world. Like, the art world is a big world, there's all different art forms, and that shows, like, hey, we exist. Queer people, hi. It's like the thing is, um, throughout history, queer people have been shoved to the side and have been told to repress themselves and their identities. And, like, being openly queer and creating queer art is just, like, not only is it really great for the person who's doing it, and, like, I've made queer art for myself and it is quite nice to just kind of put those feelings on the page, like, mostly relating to dysphoria, but um, 
it was something I was thinking about the other day, having that be out there in the world and be visible, not only it shows other people, you're not alone, other queer people can see it and think, okay, yeah, there are other people who identify the same as me. So anyway, <laughs> short pilot. This was our pilot, in quotation marks. Uh, yeah, this is a little bit jumbled. Uh, we're still finding our footing, I think it's important to know. And we have filmed two back to back and we might film another one considering we've got time. <laughs> you know, uh, we're not we're gonna we're still finding our footing, yeah. so this might not be the format that we carry on with, but um, I'm liking it where we're just bouncing off each other and talking to yeah, each other. Yeah, also um might not be the format we'll carry on with and we're gonna try hopefully get two out a month. Might be more, might be less. We're just gonna see I what happens. We can probably do two a month because I see you probably three or four times a month. Yeah. And also, we could probably do more if it like something comes up and we're like, yes, we need to talk about this now. And yeah, if an event happens, like gay marriage suddenly becomes legalised everywhere in the world, wouldn't that be fantastic? Oh, yeah, considering it's still a death penalty in some places. I don't think we're going to see it in this lifetime. That makes me sad. Also, LGBT History Month is coming up. and we'll that do is a special it. episode. That is, oh, that is next month. So we will do an episode next month special for that, and we'll talk about probably a British queer history mostly. But we will what, try what to. What do we have others. coming up in the next, say, two or three episodes? Even. So he's got it all written down. In the next episode, we figured we'd do one on queer terminal LGBTQ terminology. Oh, we'll have a lot to cover in that one. Yeah, so we'll probably just bounce words back and forth, be like, "Hey, what does this mean?" And yeah, we should talk about. The fact that some people think our acronym's too long. And we'll also talk about the fact that cis is not a bad word. Oh, boy, howdy. <laughs> so, <laughs> have fun looking forward to that, and uh, we will see you later, folks. See Bye, you like. My sexuality. <laughs> so, uh, Lily just texted me that I left my cinnamon bun at hers, and I'm just really sad about that. Because I was really excited about that cinnamon bun. Rest in peace, my cinnamon bun. <laughs>